You're listening to Language Casters Football Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the football show for all learners of English who love football. Now, my name's Damien, and I'm here in London, and we will, of course, be hearing from Damon, who's based in Tokyo, Japan, a little later on in the show. Now, another busy week in the football world. Congratulations to Zambia for their wonderful win over the Ivory Coast in the African Cup of Nations last weekend.、Uh, another hat trick for Real Madrid's Ronaldo. Well done to him. I think that's his sixth this season. Bad news, however. For teams in England and especially Wolves, as they were thrashed by their local rivals West Brom and then had their manager fired. Now, these and many other stories will be featured in our Good, the Bad, and the Ugly section. And following this, we're going to have a look at a main report, and this week it's all about relegation and the language used to describe it. We also have a new English for football phrase, and this week Damon will be explaining the phrase to be under the microscope. We have predictions, which this week features the FA Cup, the Argentinian League, and La Liga, while we also have your posts, comments, and much more in Language Casters Football Podcast. Thanks, Damien. Well, I'll kick off with good. And on Sunday,、uh, the competition favourites, Ivory Coast, took on the plucky underdog Zambia in what most pundits thought would be a formality. Ivory Coast were four to seven odds to win, and in a two team sport, that made them big favourites. Indeed, Zambia came into the tournament as a 40 to one bet. But this final was more than just a tale of a football giant against a minnow. The final of the African Cup of Nations was taking place in Gabon, which was the destination of the 1993 Zambian team on their way to play Senegal in a World Cup qualifier. Their plane crashed. Killing all on board. For Zambia, this final was for that 1993 team, a way to honour them. And that's exactly what they did by beating Ivory Coast 8 7 in a penalty shootout. The French coach, Herr Renard, dedicated the victory to Karusha Bualia, the head of the Zambian FA who gave him the job, and also a member of the 1993 team. But luckily, not on the plane because he was travelling to the match alone. What a wonderful victory, and congratulations, Zambia. No congratulations for our next team in our bad section. It was bad for Barcelona in La Liga and neutral fans everywhere as the Catalan side slumped to another loss, almost guaranteeing that Real Madrid will win the title. The loss away at Osasuna 3 2 means that the Madrid side now have a 10 point lead. Although La Liga is often seen as a two horse race right from the beginning, it's now become a one horse race with a third of the season to go, as it's very unlikely that Real Madrid will lose three games while Barcelona will win all of their remaining games. And while Barca lost, Real Madrid thumped 10 man Levante 4 2, powered by a Ronaldo hat trick. The title race looks all over in La Liga. I think I know what the ugly will be this week. And I'm going to leave Damien to tell it. Well, Damien, in the ugly section this week is Luis Suarez and Liverpool Football Club yet again. At the big Northwest Derby in England this weekend, the Uruguayan striker already found to have used racist language towards Patrice Evra of Manchester United by the FA, stoked the fires by refusing to shake Evra's hand in the pre match team lineup. Instead of doing what both teams before the game said they wanted, that is, to draw a line under the affair, 
Suarez's crass behaviour guaranteed the game was played in a poisonous atmosphere. The comments of Kenny Alglish, the Reds' manager, after the match, when his angry outburst at an interviewer included a defence of Suarez, only damaged the image of the club more. Indeed, their biggest sponsor were in talks with the Merseyside team to show their displeasure, and it seems the American owners ensured that there were swift apologies from Suarez, Dalglish and the club. Embarrassing for Liverpool fans, and how long will they put up with their temperamental striker? Now, on this week's main listing report, we look at relegation and we look at some of the language used to describe it. You can, of course, get some vocabulary support by coming along to our site at languagecaster.com. Well, it's almost spring here in Europe, which means that we're approaching the business end of the season when championships are decided, teams are promoted and, of course, relegated. Teams at the bottom of the table begin to worry as they fear that their place in the top tier is under threat and that maybe the following season they'll be playing in a lower division. What is relegation? Well, this occurs when teams finish in the bottom places in the league and are forced to play in a lower division or league the following season. In England, this means that the three bottom teams, those in 18th, 19th and 20th positions, are relegated to the championship or the second tier. This means that teams and players will receive less money, less TV exposure, that means they'll not be on television as much, and they'll be playing in front of smaller attendances. But money's not the only issue involved. Just ask the fans of a relegated club how traumatic going down can be. Now, before the season starts, some teams are favourites to go down. They are tipped to struggle throughout the season and eventually be relegated. While for others, it's more of a surprise, as the pundits feel that they are too good to go down. Just ask Newcastle and West Ham in recent years in England and River Plate in Argentina last season. The relegation battle begins around February as the teams occupying the bottom spots begin to realise that they are in a dogfight with their fellow strugglers. Points are hard to come by as they attempt to reach the magical 40-point mark. This is more or less a guarantee of safety in England. Now, some teams seem to be always involved in the relegation battle. Think of teams like Wigan and Wolves in England, both of whom have been involved in some final day escapes in recent seasons, while other teams are known as yo-yo sides as they constantly move up and down between the leagues. Think of West Brom, for instance. Undoubtedly, there will be many twists and turns before the season is over as the relegation battle begins to take shape. There will be tears, both of relief and of sadness. Hopefully, they'll not be yours. Now, as we've already mentioned, we have a transcript for that report and you can access that by coming along to our site at languagecaster.com. You'll also find some vocabulary support there. Now, next up, we have English for Football with Damon. Yaggity-yag, and don't talk back. Yaggity-yag, yaggity-yag. This week's football phrase is be under the microscope. Microscope is a tool used to see very small things. Scientists and doctors often use microscopes. The word is a combination of the Greek words mikros and skopion, meaning small and examine in English. To be under the microscope means to be examined closely. This phrase is often used when a player, coach or team has behaved badly or 
has had a very bad run of form. Everyone is checking their next game, their next actions, to see if they will make another mistake or whether they can improve. Luis Suarez's behaviour has been terrible recently, while Andre Villas-Boas is under pressure at Chelsea because of poor results. Both will be under the microscope. Fans, pundits and journalists will be watching their next game very carefully. To be under the microscope. OK, predictions time. And let's start with the FA Cup fifth round. Two Blues, Chelsea against Birmingham, London against the Midlands. And I think the Midlands team, who are League Cup holders, are going to beat Chelsea. They're going to shock Chelsea 1-0 and pile on the pressure uh, on the London team. Then we've got Stevenage against Tottenham, the romance of the FA Cup. We've got a third-tier team, Stevenage in Division 1, taking on a top-tier team, Tottenham, uh, who are, of course, at the Premier League. And I think... No, there's not going to be a shock at all here. Although Stevenage are at home, uh, Tottenham are going to have too much for them. 3-1 to Tottenham. In the Scottish Premier League, we've got Rangers taking on Kilmarnock. And Rangers in administration. uh, Big financial problems for uh, this huge, huge team from Glasgow. But I don't think it's going to affect anything. They've been docked 10 points. That means 10 points taken away from them. But they're still in second point, second place quite comfortably uh, from the third place team. And I think this is going to be a comfortable 2-0 victory over a mid-table Kilmarnock side. Now down to Argentina. We spotlighted the Clausura season's opening last week. We've got Godoy Cruz from the west of the country in Mendoza taking on a Buenos Aires team, Racing, who we tipped as one of the likely contenders. And I think uh, they are going to win. They're going to win 1-0 against Godoy Cruz. 1-0 to Racing. In La Liga, Barcelona, who slipped up last week, take on third place, Valencia. Will it get worse for the Catalan club? No, I don't think so, because at home, they are incredibly strong. And I think they'll win this one 2-0. Our final game is a Monday game, and it's in Argentina again. It's Independiente against Lanús, both teams from Buenos Aires. Lanús from the south of the city, and I think they're going to win this encounter 2-0. Well, those are my predictions. What about you, Damien? Thanks for those predictions, Damien. Some very interesting scorelines indeed. Uh, Yes, the FA Cup, the fifth round, Chelsea against Birmingham, under pressure Chelsea. Unfortunately, I think they're going to win. Not a big fan of Chelsea, but they're going to beat Birmingham 1-0. Now, my team Tottenham are away at Stevenage, and yes, plenty of room for a slip-up here. I think we'll be good enough and we're going to win this one 1-0. Now, as Damon mentioned, Rangers are having a terrible time at the moment in Scotland. They've been docked 10 points, but I think they'll still have way too much for Kilmarnock. They're going to win this one 1-0. Now, last week, of course, Damon featured the Argentinian league, the Primera. And uh, this week, we've got a couple of games. We've got Godoy Cruz against Racing. And I think Racing are going to win this away 2-1. Second game there is Independiente against Lanús. I know Damon has tipped Lanús to do well. But I think Tradition's going to win this one out. Independiente 1, Lanús 0. And finally in La Liga, we've got Barcelona, who featured in our bad section this week against Valencia. And Barcelona going to win this one 2-1. They're my predictions for the week. Enjoy all the football, and we'll see you again next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening, everybody. 
See you next week. Ta-ra.